Well, I certainly hope today finds you well and uh, that your heart is longing for more of the Lord. Just got back from a great long week, uh, spoke at the Spiritual Directions program that we have, wonderful uh, program where people learn how to position people to experience God in the present moment. And then after that, I spoke at the CE event, and there was a great crowd and some great speakers, and it was really wonderful. And now I'm back home again and thinking of you and wanting to share a few thoughts. So let's, let's bow for a word of prayer. Father, thank you. We come to you in the name of Jesus, and we know, as Teilhard de Chardin said, that all things are moving toward and under the leadership of Jesus Christ. We pray that today we would experience your presence, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, would you continue to move in our midst by the power of the kingdom. Let us feel and experience you here and now. For Lord, we do long for you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's a reality that we've talked about so many times that it almost doesn't need repeated again, but I'm going to do so, and that is that life can be hard, not just somewhat hard, but at times very, very difficult. Recently, a friend of mine passed, not a church-going friend, though someone that had responded to the gospel as it was shared, a person that had a number of struggles, pretty much lived apart from the community of Christ, and he's gone now. And his wife is very, very angry, and she's angry with God because she uttered a prayer for his healing, and God simply didn't come through. It's not that she necessarily has lived a life in which She's flown within the presence and power of God and also hasn't been, if you will, an active member of the colony of heaven. But even still, these kind of losses are so tragic, so hard to handle, and she misses him. And she has these big questions of why. I saw a posting in which she said, why is it that God doesn't take other people that are more evil? And I understand those kinds of questions. I also understand that God is very patient in the midst of our heartbreak and our anger. He understands. But the fundamental question remains, how do we wrestle through these difficult times? And our view of God is certainly part of this particular issue because difficulties come to us all. Life does in fact bring its challenges. I remember watching one clip of America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent, whatever it was, and there was this wonderful young woman. She referred to herself as Nightbird and she sang beautifully and she talked about the fact that she was struggling with terminal cancer. And she made a comment and said, you can't wait until life is perfect before you are happy. 
She was a great witness and a great testimony, and yet cancer did, in fact, take her life. And the question is, how do we respond in such times? I'm so grateful that when loss come, God does allow us to lament. We see it all through Scripture, and we can yell, and we can stream, and we can scream, and we can blame Him, and and He receives all of that, patiently hoping that we would turn back to Him, entrust ourselves to Him, believe that ultimately He is good, whether we have been consistently a part of the colony of heaven or not. Whether we've walked the way of Jesus, the way Jesus walked the way or not, our Father in heaven longs for all of us to come to him, even to come to him in the midst of our most angry and disappointing times. I know I've told the story before that comes from James Bryan Smith about a woman who lived as an agnostic and One day in her office, she receives word that her daughter had been in a car accident. And she gets in her car to drive hastily to the airport, uh, to the hospital, I'm sorry. And she begins to scream at God. And somehow in the midst of that, she felt the presence of God. And this message came into her heart. It's so good to have you speaking with me. What kind of patience is this with God? Even in the midst of our disappointment and our despair, he comes. He embraces us. He longs for us. He wants us. Or some of us that are, quote, more religious might grow impatient with people who want favors from God when they've not actually followed hard after God. God doesn't doesn't join that, but he cares. His presence is with us all. His longing that we would turn to him is there in order that we can find in him meaning, and in that meaning we can find presence, and in that presence we can be sustained even when life does not make sense. And I admit it. To some degree, the taking of my friend at a very early age, oh, I can see how people would say it just doesn't make sense. But it does does force us to consider what kind of God is God. Really, it comes down to three options. Is he actually hostile toward us? Is he so angry that he wants us to be disappointed, that he wants bad things to happen for us? There are many people within the Christian community that would push that reality, that if you don't live according to the principles and powers of the kingdom of God, that God's angry with us, that in a sense we get what we deserve and it pleases God. Is he hostile? Or maybe there's another option. Is it that God is simply indifferent? This is what a lot of agnostics would claim, that they don't see God's intervention. They don't see God's goodness. They don't see God's presence. Therefore, if he's there, he must be irrelevant. 
and that God just doesn't care. Or a third option is God actually gracious toward us. Far beyond anything that we could imagine, does he care? Does he sit with us in our struggle? Does he come to us in the time of our grief, even when we don't feel his presence? And I think this is something we have to wrestle with. Is he hostile? Is he indifferent? Or is he ultimately gracious? And I need to say what he is toward one, he would be toward all. And I would say that the answer to the question comes at the cross. If we fully understand what it is that the cross represents, Jesus in our stead, suffering on our behalf, nailed to that tree in weakness that should be our own, in order that he participates in our suffering and he promises new hope. Oh, I get it. When, when we've lost someone we love, we want to see them again. We want to talk to them. That is so true, and we need to lament, and we'll go through the stages of grief. But let us not think that God does not care because he is so gracious toward us. Remember what Jesus did there on the cross. As a thief, a man who had not lived according to the principles of the kingdom turns to Jesus and says, remember me when you get to your kingdom. Jesus goes and says, today, you will be with me in paradise. Oh, if we could just see this, that in the midst of our heartache, Jesus is present and he wants to go far beyond what any of us could ever deserve. God is gracious and that he does not leave us alone in our pain. But if we watch, we see that he comes to us. He comes to us in the care of another, in the presence of a friend, in the generosity of someone that we didn't even know existed. He comes to us by surrounding us and giving us a safe place where we can act out in our grief. God is not hostile when we are in pain and loss and suffer. God is not indifferent. It breaks his heart. As Elie Wiesel said in his own writing that in the midst of the Holocaust, God was there weeping with all who were weeping. But ultimately, God is full of grace to send us Jesus, to die on the cross, to participate in our own suffering in order that we can lean into his strength. Life brings us difficulties. There is no way to get around it. We go on journeys not of our own choosing, and sometimes loss leaves a hole inside of us that feels like nothing will ever fill again. But God is there. 
and he's not asking us to act correctly. He just wants us to let him in, to bring his grace to bear so that we can carry on and we can heal and we can receive strength. Yes, there are times when we are so disappointed and we shout at God and we blame him for everything, but he stays and he waits and he sees us through our pain and suffering to bring us to another day and to another time, a time of hope. That's what I pray for us all. All of us who get angry in the midst of our loss and do a lot of blaming, know this, God is patient and he is caring and he is loving and he does not reward us according to our behavior, but according to our trust in the son that died for us on Calvary.